Hello, I'm Tom Wilkinson, and welcome to the Thinking in English podcast, a podcast aimed at intermediate to advanced level English learners. On today's episode, the final episode in this series on the US election vocabulary, we will look at the election day. Who can vote? Where do they vote? How do they vote? When will the results be announced? When will the winner become president? These questions and the vocabulary connected to them will be answered in today's episode of Thinking in English. If you haven't already, make sure you listen to episodes 6, 9 and 12 for even more political vocabulary. Thinking in a foreign language is a vital step on the road to fluency and this podcast aims to help you achieve this by discussing various topics ranging from current events to science, philosophy, economics and much more. All transcripts of the podcast are now available on the Thinking in English blog. The vocabulary lists, comprehension questions and articles are all there for you to read. The link is in the description, so please check it out. First, here is today's vocabulary list. As always, the written list is available in the description of the podcast and also on our blog, thinkinginenglish.blog. To go to the polls. To go to the polls. This means to vote. For example, the USA will go to the polls on November 3rd. To cast to cast. This also means to vote, but more literally it is the action of voting. For example, all the votes in the election have now been cast and counting has begun. Absentee. Absentee. An absentee is someone who is absent. For example, if you can't vote on election day, you can vote using an absentee ballot. Intimidation. Intimidation. This is the action of frightening or threatening someone, usually in order to persuade them to do something that you want them to do. For example, as the election approaches, it will be difficult to prevent voter intimidation and fraud. Invalidation. Invalidation. The action of stopping a document, ticket, law, etc. from being legal or officially acceptable. For example, voting fraud led to the invalidation of the election. To tamper to tamper. This means to make changes to something that you should not, usually without enough knowledge of how it works or when you are trying to damage it. For example, I could see immediately that the lock had been tampered with. Suppression. Suppression. The act of preventing something from being seen or expressed or from operating. 
for example, the suppression of free speech. Electorate. Electorate. This is all the people who are allowed to vote. For example, the electorate chose Barack Obama as the next president of the USA. And finally, surge. Surge. A sudden and great increase. For example, there has been a surge in house prices recently. After months, if not years, of campaigning, speeches, debates, and much more, the USA will finally head to the polls on Tuesday, 3rd of November, to elect the next president of the USA. As the leader of the world's most powerful army and influential economy, the US president has the ability to not only affect the future of the USA, but to also affect the future of other countries around the world. For this reason, the election is normally one of the most reported on issues around the world. Throughout October, we have discussed vocabulary and terms surrounding US politics. On today's episode, the final episode in this series on US election vocabulary, we will look at the election day. Who can vote? Where do they vote? How do they vote? When will the results be announced? When will the winner become president? These questions and the vocabulary connected to them will be answered in today's episode of Thinking in English. Election day. So let's start with a simple term, election day. Election day is the day when Americans can vote in person for the president of the USA. It is not the only day. We will look at some of the ways people can vote early later, but it is the final day that a voter can cast their vote. While some large countries vote across multiple days or weeks, election day in the USA is always one day. This year's election day will be on Tuesday, 3rd of November. It is actually always held on the Tuesday after the first Monday in November. Why Tuesday and why November? Well, it's important to remember the rules were decided over 150 years ago in 1845. The election can never be on the first day of November because this is a Catholic religious holiday called All Saints Day. It was decided it can't be a Monday because in the past, people had to travel long distances to vote. Monday was not considered reasonable, as many people would need to begin travel on Sunday. This would, of course, have conflicted with church services and Sunday worship. November was chosen because it was probably the most convenient month for farmers and rural workers. Harvest had finished, the weather was normally okay for travelling in November. Early voting. I mentioned earlier that voters in the USA don't have to vote on election day. Instead, every state in the USA allows some form of early voting. Early voting is exactly what it sounds like. It's where people are allowed to vote before the scheduled election day. This can be either in person at early, early voting stations or absentee 
that is by post. In the US, this means people are able to cast their ballots before the 3rd of November, either by post or in person. Early voting is gradually increasing every election cycle, with the COVID-19 pandemic affecting everything this year, and some form of early voting allowed in all 50 states, there has already been record numbers of people casting their ballots ahead of time. According to the US Elections Project, more than 85 million Americans have already voted early, either by post or in person. Voter fraud. Voter fraud has been a key word in this year's election campaigns. Any illegal tampering with the results of an election is a form of voter fraud. This can take the form of intimidation or threats of violence against voters, vote buying, misrecording of votes, destruction or invalidation of ballots, tampering with electronic voting machines and more. President Trump has argued repeatedly that increases in postal voting would lead to the most corrupt election in US history and has promoted claims that people would be able to vote more than once in the absentee ballot system. His outspoken criticism of early voting might make his supporters more likely to vote in person on election day. However, importantly, there is no evidence of widespread fraud in the absentee voting system. In fact, the rate of voting fraud overall in the US is between 0.00004% and 0.0009%, according to a 2017 study by the Brennan Center for Justice. Polling place. So you decided that instead of voting early, you want to vote in person on election day. But where do you go to vote? You go to a polling place or polling station in British English. The polling place is the location in which you cast your vote. It could be a church, school, community centre or other central public place and is assigned to voters depending on where they live. Polling booth. Inside the polling place, there will be polling booths. This is the specific place in which voters can cast their votes in secret. Voters cast their vote on a ballot, a piece of paper on which you write your choices, and then place their vote into a ballot box. Eligibility. Who can vote in the US election? This is decided by voter eligibility. If you're a US citizen and you're 18 or over, you are probably eligible to vote in the presidential election. However, many states have passed laws requiring voters to prove who they are before they can vote. Some people say these laws are needed to guard against voter fraud, while others argue that these laws are a form of voter suppression, as it is often poorer minority voters who are unable to provide ID like a driving license. In 2016, about 245 million people were eligible to vote, but fewer than 140 million people actually did. 
this year is likely to have a higher turnout. Exit poll. Exit polls are informal polls taken as people leave the voting booth. Exit polls are used to predict the winner before the polls close. They are, however, controversial. It has been criticised for influencing the results of elections because results from the East Coast, so New York, could be announced before the West Coast, for example, California, has voted. And it has also been criticised as no longer accurately capturing an electorate that is increasingly voting early, absentee or by mail. Vote counting. In the USA, votes can be counted by people or by machines. Although it can take several days for every vote to be counted, it's usually clear who the winner is by the morning after the election. In 2016, Donald Trump declared victory at around 3 a.m., the day after the election. However, officials are already warning that we may have to wait longer, possibly days, even weeks, for the result of this year because of the expected surge in postal ballots. The last time the result wasn't clear within a few hours was in 2000, when the winner wasn't confirmed until a Supreme Court ruling was made a month later. Inauguration. When does the winner take office? Well, if Joe Biden wins the election, he wouldn't immediately replace President Trump as the new leader. He is instead given time to appoint a cabinet ministers and make plans. During that time, the current president is known as a lame duck. Lame duck usually refers to a president in that period of time after an election and before the inauguration of his successor. The new president is officially sworn into office on the 20th of January in a ceremony known as the inauguration, which is held on the steps of the Capitol building in Washington, D.C. After the ceremony, the new president makes the way to the White House to begin their four-year term in office. Thank you for listening to today's episode of Thinking in English. And thank you for listening to all of the episodes in our series on US election vocabulary. I hope some of the words, terms, idioms and phrases that we have introduced over the last four weeks will be useful in helping you understand the news reports, uh, TV reports and articles that are around at the moment and will come out after the US election. Let me know uh, what you think about these series of episodes. If you have any questions, please don't hesitate to send me an email or reach out through our blog. Please share with your friends, check out all of our contact links in the description, and please send us a message. Really love all of the messages I've been receiving. We appreciate all of your feedback, and um, if you have any ideas for topics, future podcast guests, or other learning formats, please let us know and please leave us a rating. Thank you again for listening, and we'll see you next time.